listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now on and on, break a dawn, can't stop, I'm too hot, look, shit, my niggas rock, hype, man, be in the drop, me no care if the bees be tinted, you don't see me in it, unless it's TVs in it, I could tell by the way you talk, and the way you chit chat, you foul, and if you had styles, you wouldn't get back, you thinking you invincible, you ain't hard to get at, I know everywhere you go, everywhere you live at, I be wanna click clack, and you be right, you be ready to get back, I be ready to go to war, you ain't gonna be with that, you be the same cat that I run up and spit at, bleeding all crazy, don't know where you hear that i'm dead up niggas doing drama better shut up i'm fed up hey welcome to the black out Tips podcast your host rod and that's right we're in the house on a uh sunday morning mm-hmm. yep sunday morning easy sunday morning um and of course uh this is the blackout test find us at itunes stitcher podomatic just search uh the blackout test will come up leave us five star reviews on itunes stitcher and we promise we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme that's right and of course uh today's podcast is actually sponsored okay guys it's actually like major sponsors sponsored by several different organizations because you know we're a professional podcast and that's how we get down uh first and foremost is brought to you by shadow dog productions shadow dog productions has an audio play album called all your nightmares okay it's on itunes you can find it uh i'll just by searching all your nightmares search on itunes and uh i think it's even on amazon um and uh leave them a review man it's got a bunch of good you know scary stuff if that's what you're into um you know audio play albums also make a good um gift to people so they do make sure you guys check that out leave it five star Mm. reviews if you like them uh also we're brought to you by uh bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bars check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt get your first month free getbevel.com slash tbgwt okay um all right and uh of course uh we are sponsored by loot crate right we get all this all this these deals for people um <laughs> getting around christmas time y'all getting close you cutting it close sign up you can get your box by the 19th which means it makes a great christmas present this episode is brought to you by loot crate a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription mm-hmm. um this month december's month uh will actually be about revolution okay guys we'll go into details of what all that entails uh later but that is what it's about about revolution kind of like rogue one <clears throat> anybody mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. i thought clue, clue. uh but yeah make sure you guys uh go lootcrate.com slash tbgwt all right and alpha code tbgwt of course um all right all kinds of different stuff to talk about um first thing i want to talk about before we even get into any news and any of this shit um so it never fails um uh, remember uh yesterday I, there was a voicemail i didn't play on the show because it was this guy who was just obviously trolling to get attention from our show of course okay all right I'm, I'm going to play it now i want people to hear some of it this show blows but which show does not blow that would be the jason show podcast on podomatic.com tjs podcast all right you 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 get the gist 
so um that i thought okay mildly annoying some dude that some white dude probably that wants to do the whole like i'm so offensive i harassed the podcast ahead of me on podomatic thing which is like super corny it's yeah. tired it's played yeah, people've done that before this is nothing new to us baby yeah every time somebody does this corny shit you know i just ignore it um unless of course you know they cross the line or something like that because mm-hmm. uh, as far as i'm concerned th- th- that's a silly way to promote your show i prefer to work with people that i like and promote with people that i respect and then we work from there right and the time and effort that you spend for this you could be making your product better or yeah. working on your craft right so that's just to me there's no need to engage that thing the other thing that um that he's been doing is on podomatic they allow you to leave comments on people's episodes mm-hmm. now i don't think people really go to podomatic.com to listen to podcasts Mm-mm. i think most people get their podcast through some type of uh aggregator or right. rss feeds right some kind of podcatcher right. right so once again people have a rudimentary uh knowledge of the podcasting game think mm-hmm. oh i'll go to this website and leave this comment well this isn't even the website that we use to get comments nope um what i did do though a long time ago since i knew that there was potential for people to post shit there uh typically other podcasters like hey check out my podcast and put that in your you know um i made the comments where you have to approve the comments right so if i don't want to approve the comments no one's going to see the comments right um so he's been kind of sending trying to comment on our page a couple times i just delete them and don't say anything don't reply back you know um and he got kind of escalated like the next time it was uh y'all show suck and you're a coward you won't even prove my point okay delete you know right because it's not that important right like take the hint i don't i would rather not have to i would rather not have to engage you right right you know what i mean like for for my peace of mind and for yours it's probably better to leave me the fuck alone right you know i don't i mean people that have listened to this show long enough already know how the shit goes down when the shit goes down so you know i don't want to have to be like out here like putting people on front street when not when you could just leave it at that come on dog okay so um you know i went to sleep at like six yesterday after we had a really good meal mm, um that meal was delicious we'll so talk good about that later yeah so um i went you know i went to sleep man and uh i had gotten up early that morning anyway and yeah. i wouldn't play ball mm-hmm. so it was just one of those things i was like ah oh, you know what i'm 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 going to sleep i was gonna try to just sleep for a couple hours and get up but you know how it is y'all old so um <laughs> so i didn't get up till um probably like uh i probably got up at like three in the morning or something just today and i went in the other room because i didn't want to wake you up watching uh family guy or some shit so no i just problem. i wouldn't have heard her no way i was knocked out yeah i went in the living room and started watching anime and shit and um i look um on our podomatic page and it's like you got two comments i'm like what the fuck oh, this guy again so i go look at the comments and um can't even really tell which one is first but um you know and uh, and honestly up until this point i'm not even sure he listened to the show because i think what happens is sometimes these people shit on you on podomatic because they see these rankings and they see that we're normally number two number one in comedy and they they just think maybe i can get them to talk about my show so it's just you know hey it's the so-and-so show fuck you bitch (laughs) ha 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 right okay 
so um the comment that they left was um uh you know and it tells you who was from j renfro 0816 right um and it's like uh the all the contact information for their podcast the twitter account the facebook page which has one like um you know the fact that their actual uh their episodes only have like you know a, a few plays you know so it's not like he's some major like person right just, but he just that, won't leave us alone right because people that are they're doing shit like they're too busy to pay us attention yeah that's some insecure bullshit just work on what you're doing right and leave us out of it right so then that comment had all the here's all the contact information for the show why would i approve that you know no offense people pay to get advertising on this show like we value what we do yes sir we value what we mention we value what we talk about you know it's not that we're just um it's not a completely business-minded thing you know if i eat at a restaurant i'm not gonna be like i'm not gonna say who until they but you know there's certain shit where i'm like yeah we don't talk, we don't just bring up everything because it matters we do have a platform that matters and yes, we don't i definitely don't bring up trolling ass podcast without a point and up until this point i had no point um then jay renfro 0816 put another message which was dude shut your annoying bitch and her fake ass laugh up and then a link to his podcast and that's when i was like okay bet you know because um you must be out your motherfucking mind like um it's it's one thing to you know try to talk shit about the the show or whatever the fuck i mean to be honest it's annoying but it's not uh it's whatever you know what i mean uh it's one thing to talk shit about me to be honest uh you know i feel like i'm more out there with social media and stuff anyway mm-hmm. um it's one thing to talk shit about our opinions but right. once again another person engaging the podcast on a surface level that wants to talk shit one they go after the black woman on the show this is not coincidental it happens with pretty much every show that has black women on it right and it's always some surface level critique so you are upset by karen enjoying herself by her laughing you know you know what i mean like 1300 episodes of this shit and you're talking about it's fake you know who the fuck can be fake for that long you know the longest time so it was um you know it was early in the morning uh when this shit happened um you know and uh, at least one sunday <laughs> morning yeah well at least it was it was early when i saw it I, I should say that it was early when i saw it um so i was like okay cool i i ain't got nothing but time on my hands as well you know um so the first thing i did was i started looking up his handle because he put all his contact information in the shit so i went and found his twitter account which is private and blocked you know it's trap it's private uh his instagram is blocked but it's under that same name um uh, what i did notice on his um oh wait i can show you guys yeah would you guys like to see what i noticed i think you maybe you guys would like to see what i noticed um so uh yeah um let's see i first so i went and looked up and by the way i I live tweeted finding this nigga shit i don't even give a fuck um (laughs) um so uh the first thing i did was i went and reported him to potomatic right because you're harassing us dog yeah like here's another example of 
um a person using their platform for harassment and i said yeah hey we've been members of your site since 2010 come on we pay our shit we you know like there's cheaper services there's places we could have gone and paid less but out of loyalty and just the fact that we know how to navigate their system Mm -hmm. it's been like look we we, you know we're we're pro broadcasters okay i don't know who this clown is but like we pay serious money to be on here (laughs) come on and we've done nothing but positive things for your platform right and, we don't go harassing people we don't right. bother nobody because we don't give a fuck about these goddamn rankings right we're consistently in the top one or two comedy podcasts throughout the whole time so um i basically hit them up and was like hey um this dude's harassing us i don't i don't care what you have to do but can you get it to stop right you know like that person should not be on your platform doing this to people and you know honestly they, we're not the only per, only podcast yeah they should be monitoring it or whatever so i, I actually hit them up said okay you know here's, here's the thing here's the link um uh and then um you know i was wondering if i should flesh out the petty um and i decided that uh i am gonna flesh out the petty on his ass um because i try not to do this shit but at the same time it's like i guess i just it's almost like well i guess i just got to do it again like i'd rather just leave it at that you know like you don't fuck with us we don't fuck with you the end you know the end but at any rate um so i found i just kept searching for his name and shit uh realized that um he had posted under that same you know jay renfro on a bodybuilding forum one post uh about lifting weights um uh, about trying some new supplement that he quit and he only had one post so i'm assuming that he never really came through with his uh came through on it it was uh just reached my first rest day with beach bodies body beast has anyone done this program were you happy with your results what supplements did you take while doing it did you have major issues with doms i don't know what dms is and this is from october 2015 he's got a picture there with his daughter or somebody on his shoulder or maybe his girlfriend i don't know mm-hmm. uh point being um not you're not hard to find his instagram which is also private because he's a coward likes to attack people in public on the internet but of course you know let me make my shit private because i'm a fucking troll got it um then i looked up his name and uh you know because if you go to uh if you go if you keep looking around eventually it says there's like a couple profiles that says like his first name jason so i'm like oh maybe his name jay renfro 0816 maybe that's jason renfro cool let's search jason renfro um on the twitter account that i did find for him it said deplorable from texas and i'm a christian and you know he's he's like probably a trump voter and shit right um right and the thing is is like let's say you don't uh harass nobody on podomatic but then you're harassing us because we're black then exactly right which which also is a thing a lot of for some reason a lot of white males feel like this is the best way to promote their show is to come at us because for some reason we don't deserve to be where we're at or that we don't deserve the respect of leaving us the fuck alone i don't know why you would single us out but that's a mistake um so yeah i went and looked up it was like podfeed.net and it was like and i was like who makes the show and it tells you jason renfro uh podcast owner of the jason show location texas uh episodes one because i guess he quit um and he's been doing this since 2009 he's been trying to get this off the off the ground still 
somehow but somehow it's our fault that he's not at the top of the list i don't know guys he used to be on something called no holds bar radio i saw that on facebook because he tried to promote it there no one liked this post uh but it was like if you missed my show on no hold bar why don't you come on over to the jason show and of course uh no one did um and then somehow he latched on to us hoping for some shine um and i and i mean i i get it it must be frustrating you've been doing this since 2009 and no one gives a fuck about you or who you are that's gotta be fucking frustrating man you know but there's no shortcuts you have to be consistent you have to keep putting out work you have to be entertaining and it really doesn't matter what you say to somebody else because nobody else is coming to you listening to you because of what you said about us this is not how it works that is not how it works you know so um it seems uh on twitter even with him being private i can still search his name Mm -hmm. and see what people sent him right so i saw this interesting post where a woman sent him a picture of a cat that needed a home for about a month okay Mm -hmm. yeah like oh yeah need need a home for this i'm like why would somebody send this dude a cat isn't that a weird thing to to send somebody randomly pictures of a cat like can't take care of this cat and i'm like well maybe his job has something to do with the cats and, and animals mm. no just just a guess right jason renfro maybe he got some maybe that's what he's into i don't know so i searched his name and up came um the terrell texas animal adoption center huh isn't that a coincidence apparently at this place uh the director is jody lay and um jason renfro is the animal control supervisor public information right out there on the motherfucking internet um even lets you click the email anybody on the list for the record um and so i was like huh maybe that's his job but you know what maybe it's not maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm tripping maybe that i'm could be me y'all i don't know so i go on his uh twitter again and i'm like oh it says critter getter Mm, critter getter huh huh like someone that maybe gets animals for something maybe for maybe professionally even but you know that at the same time can you really be sure i don't know i just know he's a critter getter that's a deplorable from texas that likes to harass black people i don't know maybe it's him maybe it's not um so then i went to linkedin shout out to linkedin linkedin will give all your information out you the real mvp linkedin so i went on linkedin and i looked up jason renfro's and i went to you know the first one came up work for microsoft i said well come on let's be honest no one voting for trump is smart enough to work for microsoft but uh there has to be a lot of people on here named jason renfro and so i searched more and oh jason renfro critter getter dallas fort worth area law enforcement animal control supervisor at city of terrell animal control officer of city of lancaster texas animal control officer at city of mesquite animal control officer code enforcement at okay okay education high school you know makes sense um so now i'm like oh yeah this you this is you you know so mr critter getter mr animal like in your spare time you like to go and fucking harass people that aren't bothering you you know this is my business this is this is our business this is serious to us like this might be a hobby or a pastime for you but this is how we make money so leave us the fuck alone man if no one sent for you why would you come for us 
because i would prefer to go about my day without having to say anything or having to do anything um so i thought because i've done this in the past where people have harassed us until i had to say to do something and every time it's the same shit there's people that are like get them and all that shit right um and then there's always these people that are like maybe you should just not do anything because you know it's just it's like a punishment enough or some shit and there's always the you know well i mean you should be able to say and do anything on the internet and it shouldn't affect your job i mean what's that doing anything um and i understand that that's people have objections i understand that some people don't have the they don't have that fighter in them that makes them want to be like motherfucker i will punch you back if you push me first or whatever yeah and and i'm gonna keep it real and i've said this before i would continue to say this a lot of people have never ever been harassed in their motherfucking life you have never been harassed on social media you do not understand the concept you do not understand that shits get old it gets tiring and yeah you can ignore it's a lot of shit we don't say to y'all there's a lot of shit that happen we don't bring on this motherfucking show y'all y'all fail to realize it's a lot of shit that we never talk about because we want to keep the show fun want to keep the show light and we know most people come to the show for the jokes and for the fun and to escape uh whatever reality that they're in so for you know it's amazing how a lot of people have that mind frame when they will never understand or comprehend what it's like to be harassed and just like you have a motherfucking off day everybody does too when you go today is not the day right so it was interesting and i see someone in the chat was like i hope it's not a trap or something but a trap you set up since 2009 man that's an elaborate fucking trap dog you start podcasting in 2009 to to set up this guy in 2016 so that somehow we look bad i don't know it's, it seems like i would love to know what you think the purpose of this trap would be um because obviously this is just a sweet guy who you know is a christian that's a follower of jesus husband father brother and son first and conservative um so i i mean maybe maybe we're just picking on an innocent man here and that's the trap i don't know um but uh yeah oh yeah and cat saver i'm sorry i did not mention the cat saving so um yeah at first i was gonna email him and be like if this is you, you need to cut this shit out but then i thought about it and i was like you call my wife a bitch though you call karen an annoying bitch what what fucking level of anything do i owe you man so uh instead i owed uh uh, emailed um jody um jody lay who is the director over that department um and i basically just said um from the city of terrell texas animal control website it looks like you are the person to contact about this it appears one of your employees jason renfro may be harassing my wife and i i'm a small business owner who runs an internet radio show i have no previous dealings with mr renfro but it seems that he's decided to harass me and my wife in order to entertain himself on the internet i have screenshots of some of the comments he left including one where he called my wife a bitch if this is indeed the same jason renfro who goes by critter getter on his social media accounts or on places like twitter that he may then he may work for animal control it didn't take much research to make the connection but it was the same guy from texas who had a very explicit podcast is also 
the guy that it was the guy from uh the same guy from texas who has a very explicit podcast and is also the guy working for your department i've attached screenshots with his comments and evidence showing that this may all be connected all i ask is that he stop harassing us as we have no inclination to join into his sick back and forth games i'm a small business owner and an entertainer but that doesn't mean i won't pursue legal action to deal with harassment and if you're not the right person to contact about this please let me know and i will move up the chain of command until i find someone who can deal with this issue i just want the harassment to stop and do my job in peace so yep and we'll see um i'm and then i hit him on twitter and said have a have a good monday have a good monday at work buddy <sighs> no i will um but yeah man leave us the fuck alone you know just that's it that's it it's a very simple thing these are things we don't do to people you ain't never listened to an episode of blackout tips where we talked about harassing some other podcaster going to find them leaving messages and shit like isn't this funny we don't care we don't care we do so much shit we take care of our own we do not have time for other people we don't have time to harass them the time and i've always felt like that the time and effort that you spend on harassing other people you can invest and make your own fucking product better yeah these cats not gonna save themselves dog and we need you out here on the streets with all your attention to saving these motherfucking animals dog well you don't have time for this podcast beef shit this is silly you gotta focus on you don't want to tell your family i lost my job because i wouldn't stop harassing these black people for in their podcast that is silly we are adults move on and do something constructive you know i i didn't listen to your show because why would i do that to myself that's ridiculous but whatever's happening over there just work on that and make that better work on that and and that's the thing i think sometimes people fail to realize overall um we mind our business and you just mind yours and the thing is we don't care if you like don't like us you don't got to let us know and you ain't got to tell us that you don't like us I, i hope people know that 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 doesn't matter to us um all we ask is that you leave us alone and we'll leave you alone and the thing is a lot of times um for a lot of people a lot of people's personalities is different because like i said me and and roger kind of function differently but to an extent i understand because it's like by the time i get to the point that i start clapping back you have had ample enough chances to just leave me alone. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, and I gave him ample enough chances right, to leave us alone. That's my thing. Like I said, it's not like you're being, um, not logical. It's not like you're being unreasonable. But I think, like I said, some people, they don't have a fight spirit. So they just be harassed, 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 and they won't say anything. And some of these people are harassers. Right. And some they, of these people that get mad whenever there's a clap back because they think it's funny to play on the internet. Well, everything's not a game for everybody, man it's not and everything's not a fun and everything you know trolling people is not um particularly when you're trolling people to harass you know a lot of people troll with jokes and things like that but when you're trolling people as a form of harassment it's not funny it's not games and i i truthfully i think a lot of people think this they think the internet is the internet and social media and all that stuff is not real and then there's real life like i, I for, for some reason a lot of people mentally separate the two out literally like they're two separate entities like one does not affect the other they do affect each other therefore there are a lot of people 
where the internet and social media is real life to them. I've met wonderful friends that I will have for the rest of my life that I will never have met because of the internet. And I have met them in real life. And I think because a lot of people think like that, that, that it's easy for them to troll. It's easy for them to harass because in their mind, this will quote unquote, this play thing out there called the internet and social media will never affect their real lives. But we've read articles how people have stabbed and cut and shot and killed people over shit that they put on this fake platform you're right. talking about. Right. We've read articles where people have committed suicide off of being harassed off of these quote unquote fake platforms you're talking about. This shit is connected regardless of how people want to separate the two. They are both real entities. And you know you're not out here calling people's wives annoying bitches to their face man you're not doing that like you, you know that's why your account is private that's why you only got a few followers like you're not that guy stop fronting for everybody just because trump won doesn't give you carte blanche to just start fucking with black people man this you definitely didn't know this wasn't the show for that apparently at least do your research like it's, it's so ridiculous man so yeah man I just another d- dude bro motherfucking harassing us for no reason man and i and like for the record man i don't care i mean i don't care if he gets fired but i hope that they just tell his ass to sit leave us the fuck alone and he listens that's, that's it all, that's all we because nobody we was bothering him nobody sent for you so why would you come for us that's just pretty fucking simple <sighs> in the words of uh in the words of the, the benediction uh what's the tea the day is the day that the lord made but it's not the day for you to try it. That's all. Um, all right. Yeah, and, and truthfully, like I say, right, Roger is really, really laid back when it comes to this. Because, like I said, for for and 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 the the thing about it for me, y'all, I've been doing this for a long ass time, and I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all. I know we got to go on. I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all. Being a black woman and having a voice on the uh, quote unquote internet streets is a job all in itself, and you have to have a thick, tough skin, period, because I don't have a penis, so I have to have a thick, tough skin, um, because a lot of people that come at us, they, I don't matter. The goal, honestly, is to harass Roderick by any means necessary a lot of times. Right. And a lot of times they'll do things, we were talking about this yesterday, they'll do things like, quote, unquote, attack his manhood by calling him derogatory names and things like that. But what they fail to realize, Roderick is comfortable in his sexuality. And even if he was these things that you were calling him, it would not matter and it would not make him less of a man, quote, unquote. So then when they realize that they're not getting a, quote, unquote, response out of that and they find out that he has a wife, they begin to attack me. But the purpose is not me. You could give, you could care less about me the well person. i don't for the record that's not even what happens in this situation i think that's what happened with that one tweet where mm-hmm. the people was like oh oh we're gonna call him homophobic slurs because you right. must be gay in order to sympathize with women and lgbt members of uh, the black community you must be gay right it's the only thing so let me call you a homophobic slur to which i'm like one that still proves my point um that you that would be how you would reply to that to the idea that black men have privilege within our own community um two um i'm not those things so my life has been set up in a way where i've been conditioned that those words aren't hurtful to me in the way that you would like them to be i'm not saying that those aren't hurtful words right they just not it's just i the way my the way my mentality is set up it's well i'm not those things so why would i be mad you know it's like if someone called me 
a fuck boy or ashy or something I'm, I'm like but i'm not so you know like there there so to me i do have a certain amount of privilege myself that i can tap into and be like those words haven't hurt me my whole life they haven't defined me my whole life right. people haven't used those words to do it belittle me or demean me or whatever so you saying that to me at 38 years old doesn't have the impact you would like it to have although it does expose you for, for the bigot that i said you were right um the other part of it is um there's because i i I was specifically talking about that yesterday with you what i'm saying is this is different to me because a lot of times when people hear our show and they want to say something nasty they say something about you even if indirectly it's to get at me right it's still uh, they focus on the black woman on the show it happens with a lot of shows a lot of shows whereas my 40 acres has had this happen um you know um like there's just there's like there's a lot of you know women shouldn't be laughing this way i don't like the way they talk i don't like their accents and it's always just opinions yeah it's always just the women not to mention the whole cottage industry of black men that don't do anything but bash black women who are outspoken and you know they hate on black feminists and they harass and make videos and and talk about them and, and shit like that so like there's a you know a whole industry of bashing these people every time um not every time but a lot of times when deray retweets me or deray says something i'll get people saying homophobic shit to him um mm-hmm. with and you know i'm just happen to be in those mentions because right he retweeted me at the time Mm -hmm. but like this is a pervasive consistent thing within the internet landscape that people have to deal with um like i said because of the way my life has been set up that doesn't really hurt me but it does hurt for the community and it does i still have empathy for the people that 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 are targets of it now who knows it may be rolling off their back too at this point i don't know you know it's kind of like if a if white people on eggs or on twitter call me nigga enough it's just kind of like haha and i move on maybe that's how pervasive and that which is sad that that becomes our survival tactic as people who are uh, attacked but in many many cases uh especially men get obsessed with my opinion and then everything else becomes a tool to get to me everything else but i'm not gonna brook disrespect to my business partner show co-host and wife it's not you know if that's the way you think is the way to get to my skin um then that's might be the way to show ass ends up going down you know just leave it alone just leave it alone like you you don't like my opinion cool don't write in and say you don't like my opinion if you don't like karen's opinion write in and say you don't like her opinion if you don't like the way somebody laughs stop listening to the fucking show come on and leave us alone you know like it's just it's that ridiculousness man i hate to start off the show on a on a dour note like that man but it's but i i mean the news isn't great anyway it's gonna be all dour um <laughs> but the point being it was incredibly stupid to do something like that the internet makes everyone findable at some point everyone does something that makes them findable that's sad you know that's sad that, that a, a animal control officer would 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 find the time to do something like that it's yeah, really sad man animals out there that, that need to be you need to put up for adoption dog yeah like it's actual better more important shit going on in the world than 
you harassing us over a podcast over some rankings on a podcast page by the way that mean nothing nothing they literally no offense to podomatic they mean nothing no one says number one comedy show on podomatic when i walk in somewhere never no one's ever greeted me as number one show on podomatic like it means something within that space on podomatic it means something in podcasting in life it means nothing i don't have a shirt with number one on podomatic on it or nothing it's really we you you gotta let that kind of shit go man you know and not everybody's here to play your games on the internet okay now let's do what we do and talk about the show okay uh, talk about the news um all right so another hotly uh a, a topic that blew up man i'm almost glad that we didn't have a show uh thursday i went from being like man i wish i had a show thursday so we could talk about this to being like probably good we didn't have a show um yeah. trevor noah oh, oh yeah yeah i'm glad we did, yeah. <laughs> trevor There's noah a lot happening with that he interviewed tommy lauren um of the uh blaze network um which is i think glenn beck's online like platform um and there's just so much to break down about it you know um and there's been all kinds of opinions there's been the he shouldn't even had her on his show you legitimized her by having her on your show uh you normalize racism by having her on your show um you're gonna make her a star um and she's gonna start being on places uh because she's gonna you know she's gonna be on fox news and stuff now it's the assumption you know um there's the uh and then then there's a polar opposite which is the oh this is the conversation we need to have and uh we applaud trevor noah for having this conversation and using his space in this way um this is what we truly need as a as a culture and we need to break the bubbles of the uh all the way of, of the just racist alt-right uh white supremacy shit and the left uh liberal uh elite shit where no one's talking to each other and everybody's talking at each other and you know people need to come face to face and 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 combat this shit cool i feel like both sides of that have points and you know i lean more towards um i just don't want there to be a double standard so i'm more on the i'm glad he did the interview uh and i thought the interview was extremely well done i thought he did i thought he handled himself um great uh, i thought he combated her while being funny and charismatic um and not letting her slide on her on her bullshit uh it really reminded me of the fact that uh john stewart kind of rose to popularity on these type of things this like we once they had a republican uh, president actually that was better for the daily show because he kind of rose to prominence by the fact that people did feel disillusioned and they wanted to go somewhere where they felt they were gonna have um some common sense now it's sad it, I, I, I'll, fact, I'll get to the sad shit at the end remind me that um but in general it's like okay john stewart he used to bring on like a bill o'reilly and do this type of shit um you know and bill o'reilly wasn't always bill o'reilly bill o'reilly no. was a dude from fucking um you know entertainment tonight and shit like people forget about that because he's now a staple of everybody's lives but 
they wrote like they they rose together like that yeah, wasn't just did. a you know and i don't feel like bill o'reilly is much different than tommy lauren like y'all might feel that's different i, I bill o'reilly spits the same fucking racist bullshit that she does and he got his own fucking tv show and everything out of doing that like it wasn't you know um i don't think there's much different um so the on the one hand it's like i've been watching the daily show since craig kilborn was on um what john stewart when when john stewart took over and got way more political and more engaging to trevor noah i didn't stop watching when trevor noah came on like i actually had stopped by the end of john stewart's tenure because he was actually kind of he felt ragged like you can only be passionate about this negative ass news for so long right you can tell he was drained and i think the optimism that it takes to be a host of that show is something for young people like an older person can't really do that without tiring out and being like this is all bullshit i what i'm doing isn't changing the world and what the you know and 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 it's entertaining but the the comedy beat start feeling the same most of the time when people were sharing john stewart shit it was it wasn't even interviews and it wasn't even um uh jokes anymore it was mm-hmm. it was john stewart goes on this rant about how they killed eric garner it was that mm-hmm. you know um and he it was a lot of him being angry you know right um which while it might make you feel like a cathartic cathartic release it's not actually comedy anymore at that point Mm -mm. yeah it's not being a comedy show right so it felt to me like that was the tipping point about two two years ago and i was like all right i'm gonna stop watching the daily show you know it just wasn't for me um and eventually he leaves trevor noah takes over you know and at the same time colbert leaves and larry wilmore takes over right so now you have this black hour of tv um with of course the nightly show being the blackest of the of the 30 minutes of tv right um what i saw in the nightly show is actually more in line with what i wanted to see it was a show about black people first with various opinions from the black spectrum with larry sometimes elder statesman opinion uh you know they brought in like francesca lee by the end um you know they had like they had the younger opinions as well they had panels when they discussed certain topics so you would get a myriad of different takes um they weren't doing the let's just bring on a conservative thing every week or let's make the white guy the bad guy thing um i mean you had mark yard mike yard you had voices that i haven't seen since they went off the air that you know and for the record they had good good shows they had bad shows there were segments where i was like cringing where i was like ah oh, man i don't i really think larry's wrong on this so i really think mike yard's wrong on this so i really think it you know depending on who it was you know um it's, it, it was like oh it was like blackness it was like black people just not everybody's gonna agree but the fact that they were having very black centric conversations to me was a positive you know yeah and also uh to an extent it's not the same but it's a similar similar to the melissa harris perry show mm-hmm. when her show was around you had black voices that were doing their own thing but they were not in these white spectrums so mm-hmm. most people ignored them but in blackness we recognize them she bought a lot of people on her platform that once that show was gone 
ain't nobody bringing them on ain't nobody interviewing ain't nobody bringing them up she bought them on her platform and introduced them to the world and same thing with him he introduced people to the world and that spectrum that now since that show is gone they ain't looking for them they ain't hunting for them they are not gonna bring them on the show and that's why us being over shit matters because we will bring people to platforms that otherwise will be ignored because on a lot of white people's radar they are not there because they don't give a fuck about black issues yeah and and i mean the thing is speaking of that there is a very strong culture in the part of black twitter that i'm in kind of where it's very one and done which is fine i think everyone has different triggers different lines you know i said this on on thursday about the nightly show and some dude just started calling me a trash this head man got mad at me or whatever but I, I, i i i i didn't say anything bad about anyone i only said yeah i've watched larry wilmore fuck up more than once right now there's 200 something episodes of the show i would say the vast majority of those i didn't have an issue with but they were always there was a couple needle scratches and if people said fuck this i'm out that that's their right no one owes no one owes anyone a watching on tv even with you having a black audience in mind there's certain parts of blackness you will never be able to reach nope because you're not that like you're not going to be able to please everyone that's kind of why we're not a monolith you know people say that they don't really believe that but mm-hmm. we're not a monolith and sometimes that means not everybody can get on board with something right um but the point being i understand the gripes and why you would leave it be- alone mm-hmm. and one and done people tend to be one and done with certain shit you know um and that's cool to be one and done with trevor Noah and, and larry Wilmore, but you don't get to dictate what what i'm done with them i can do whatever i want like just be done and go on about your business right right so uh but apparently took offense to the fact that i was like okay cool you know which is funny if you look at that exchange it's like okay i understand and then it's nah so you trash and you because you didn't fight that's the thing one of the faves i'm like i don't one of the faves i think literally means a person who has more followers than me that i'm disagreeing with that's what one of y'all's phase means right translation on twitter anyway um but the point being it's like man you're entitled to that opinion i mean now you take now you're spreading lies and taking me out of context which is fine i had to block that person mm-hmm. um but the initial disagreement is like what do you want me to say i don't i didn't stop watching the show and you did i i don't know what to say um to the conversation i was having isn't even about whether or not it's funny to be honest um just that sometimes it was good sometimes it was bad but that was a show with black people in mind trevor noah's show less with black people in mind it's the daily show um it doesn't have it's not helmed by a 50 year old black man uh it's not um called the shots who's from america and right. all this shit you know it's not like it's not him by the guy who would call president obama my nigga it's not it, you know it's a totally different show in a different lane in my opinion it's almost more for white progressives as opposed to yes, um to uh the nightly show which seems to be more for black progressives which i'm not sure as a show i'm not sure that black progressives have shown that we will support anything like that like i don't know that that black progressives will truly support comedy yet not on the scale of tv ratings level i think we've shown it like maybe people will spread someone's youtube video maybe somebody will listen to um someone's podcast or something but we haven't gotten to we're gonna make this tv night work type thing yet um um 
and which is fine you know um i think shonda rhymes harnessed into it but mm-hmm. we just haven't had a lot of people harness into it you know um because there is always that kind of we not you know at some level we're gonna, we're gonna stop fucking with you um and if you really want to succeed you kind of have to go a little you, you need your audience to trust you when you're wrong you need them to trust you that you're gonna learn to be better i remember when the nightly show started they had this panel of all black men and they were talking shit basically about black women and I remember going, that was, and it was way early in the process, like a month in. Yeah, I was like, that's not going to go well. As soon as that popped off, I was like, Mm-mm. And I was like, they one, they're wrong to do that. Two, how do you have a panel with no black women on it and have that conversation? Um, and I know you were trying to, like, joke it off and shit, like comedy, but nah. The, the, most of the women that, most of the people that support this show at this moment are probably black women. Right. So now it's like you just put, a, you just slap them in the face and expect that to be okay the showrunner is a black woman so like or the head writer i think was a black woman so so it's like yeah um y'all are gonna lose viewers off of this y'all are gonna get written up about this y'all are gonna have uh probably have to apologize about this shit and they did and then they had a black woman panel later and all this shit um which obviously didn't become as slanderous about black men because you know black women are not as um pejorative towards black men in those situations like it was more of a holistic like we need y'all to thing as opposed to black men getting together straight black men cishet black men being like um well we don't need these black you know these black sisters be tripping right you know that shit um so at any rate um but i remember being like all right i'll i'm gonna stick around and see what else they do if this comes like a thing then i won't fuck with it but yeah you lost a lot of viewers right there you needed those viewers mm-hmm. um anyway that show got canceled right mm-hmm. unceremoniously canceled right. um mostly because the white people that watched stephen colbert didn't want to watch the nightly show right and then that watches stephen colbert's ass either not on that other station he's getting poor ratings it is yes oh all right well it's still around i don't know what the situation is there um but you know there's a lot of competition now there's john oliver samantha b like people are going other places and 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 now their viewership dollars and 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 time is being split um so then you get to the daily show which is now the only thing left and it's held by no and i'm not trying to say this to demean the dude but it's held by a half white immigrant who's not part of this culture of blackness in america right where he may be able to understand academically some of the the struggles and things with blackness and he may be able to understand within his native uh south africa like some of his you know the growing pains and things that he's gone through we do realize that anti-blackness takes different forms in different areas and different locations and shit and it's not the same everywhere so i don't see trevor noah as an advocate for me as a black person Mm -mm. which uh for larry wilmore in many cases i did now part of that's my privilege because i'm also a straight black dude so i'm looking at him like okay you'll probably have some of my experiences and uh perspective that i wouldn't have that you know what i mean like the way that i'm sure some people felt about melissa harris perry the way some people felt about um you know joy reed i mean it's kind of like it is true we do look to people who seem to be quote unquote like us to have the net and that's one of the reasons people feel so betrayed or whatever when people let you down but you know i didn't view noah that way Mm -hmm. i kind of viewed him as just like 
and i think the reason he got the job is because he's an outsider correct like i think he's a person that can attack the racism and bigotry in this country through a sort of um bemused perspective like a i'm not really in this but isn't this crazy like look how wild y'all's country is and he does that oftentimes you know and he'll make jokes about being from africa and he'll make jokes about um being an immigrant and the show uh has roy wood jr on it um and it and it really just started hitting its stride this like maybe the last six months in my opinion mm-hmm. you know even though people tried to like stomp it out from the inception and talk about the ratings that they lost as if it was his fault when they really lost those ratings because white people don't want to see trevor noah host a fucking show that john stewart hosted because white people worship john stewart to just unforetold levels yes sir um so he or at least liberal white people obviously there's a lot of people that don't fuck with john stewart anyway so he um so he you know i think he hit his stride like I, and i think this it was growing pains and shit but the show definitely you know they rely a little bit more on roy william roy, roy wood jr who i mean honestly dog like he's hilarious i know the only reason he can't host the show was probably because they looked at wilmore and roy wood jr and went it'll be too much the same like two black dude older quote-unquote older black dudes as opposed to this young quote-unquote fresh perspective of a person that hasn't really gotten the racism here you know like he hasn't experienced this racism um and so uh trevor noah takes over and i feel like he's not like john stewart like it's not like john stewart who had just control like head writer of the show name on the front play you know i'm like i want to i decide who we hiring you know there's this whole big deal i decide guest right i decide what jokes i get final say on all the jokes on the guest all that shit i don't it doesn't seem like trevor noah's there yet um he may never get there because the way it's structured now uh him being a young guy on the block i feel like he's more of a cog in a like if he was a football team if it was a football team he's not calling the plays Mm-mm, he's a left tackle yeah I, nah he's a quarterback i mean okay, quarterback, they, okay. yeah he get blamed for the wins he get blamed for the he get credit for the wins blames for the losses okay. but it's like how some quarterbacks are out there and you're like oh that dude calling all the plays running the shot okay. tom brady's a quarterback but uh tom brady might be a quarterback but the but russell wilson don't call his own plays and he's a good quarterback too but you know that that ain't that's not the same right right. like russell wilson don't run that team the way tom brady can run his team Uh, in that case correct yeah you got coaches and the coaches make the call versus you making the call that's how it feels to me anyway um so um so anyway all that to set up this shit which is basically when i see that everybody's talking about the show on like wednesday and because i record the show and then i watch it the next day i actually got excited on facebook and twitter and shit because i was like oh cool people finally start sharing something because i've said before on this show on twitter everywhere it's it's kind of wild how trevor noah and the crew not just him but the whole crew can do good work but it won't go viral Mm -mm. because they have been doing good work for months now Mm -hmm. you know some of the man there's a segment where they compare trump to an african dictator and it's and and look at the the the, hip, the hypocrisy of how we would laugh at an african dictator and people would mock that and go this is ridiculous but yet trump does it and Amer- half of america's like yeah th- we need to give him a chance and it was also a warning where he was like y'all do realize he could win like 
we i've seen this before in my country while y'all are thinking this guy's not a threat i'm saying he might win this shit um which is funny because larry wilmore said the same thing about trump um hmm, black people do be knowing anyway um but it was kind of interesting because you have that you know like some some i mean they had a skit where uh roy wood jr and um forgive me i forget the white dude's name on it but um when they went down to north carolina Mm -hmm. and they basically mocked the bathroom bill uh because there was a provision where you could just deny people service because you thought they were gay and it was like we're gonna have a, a a food truck that we just deny certain people service and we just imply that they're gay and see how north carolinians like it and of course nobody liked it everybody's like why can't i get a sandwich it's like come on man look how y'all close standing together or whatever and like it was just but it was like was like what the fuck that got to do with anything right right, that's the whole goddamn point exactly it was it's like how you even know i'm gay it's like it does i just feel it like i don't have to serve you because that's how you got these laws written where where you 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 don't have to have nothing in concrete you it's just how you goddamn feel today right and it was a, a brilliant satire you know but once again people don't share it it doesn't go viral and when i say people i'm not talking about i want people to understand i'm not talking about individual on twitter because i think what happens is people start feeling personal like well i won't watch the show and i don't share it and maybe i'm he's talking about me no No. i'm actually talking about places like raw story white liberals that was spreading that shit around when it was john stewart yeah white right uh like yeah raw story mediaites uh you know places that when it was yeah when it was john stewart it was john stewart eviscerates this john stewart does that what a takedown john stewart but same thing with stephen colbert and i've said this before when both of them were there and they were back to back every single goddamn day you log into facebook that shit was plastered all up and down your facebook timeline on twitter uh like like literally every day he told somebody else today, look what he did today. He's standing up for these Negroes. You know, ain't what he's saying is right. Shouldn't we change our views when you really don't mean that shit? You just chopping, cutting, and splicing, and then just sharing. Yeah, it's an easy way to get credit for spreading something. You Without know. no work. Yeah, which I don't, I don't care. I really don't care. That's fine. The point being, why did it stop when it was other people saying it? You think Larry Wilmore's take on... um spring valley or is it spring texas where the girl got um arrested by the police at the pool party that segment not only good also funny what what what, y'all gonna share it no you know when a girl gets tackled in the uh, classroom uh, in georgia are y'all sharing it no like these and like i said when i say y'all i mean like is raw story sharing that is that getting top billing because fucking john stewart retired two years ago and he does an interview and it gets top billing now now you know what i mean he's been out of the spotlight and he can just fart in the fucking microphone and say like john stewart comes i I was actually pissed when the nightly show ended and john stewart came through to end the show as a guest and he was basically like man y'all got a raw deal people weren't watching and it was brilliant and da 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 and they shared that but they didn't share the fucking show when it was just doing good work you know like it was just frustrating you know because they had the conversations quote unquote that people say they want to hear but nobody really fucking wants to hear but they have those conversations they have those uncomfortable moments they have those times where black people in black spaces get to be wrong and get corrected and have other perspectives challenged right there 
you know there were so many moments you know i know for a host people always go after the host like i said they're like a quarterback you know it's like the host has to always be right but i actually enjoy the idea that a host can be wrong and be challenged on it yes you know um i i, I hate this uh i think the worst was of course when he talked over francesca lee about the uh rioters for uh the the march with the black lives matter shit uh i just thought that was bad it was, it was near the end and i it just felt it was felt wrong as fuck um and she also had got talked over um at that it had just happened like after that summit they had mm-hmm. with charlamagne and all them people yes, and killer sir. mike talked over her it's just mm-hmm. you know <laughs> just i just don't want us to be trash fellas i'm just trying to i want to believe in us so bad <laughs> it cannot be that difficult to just let somebody get their words out their mouth but okay so um the point being i actually enjoy the fact that you can be wrong about something and and part of what you're doing is watching people grow part of what people do watching us on this show is watch us grow you know um that's what you sign up for you don't have to do it you can drop it at any point you know come back at any point uh you can write fuck you forever forever you know it's not you know it's it's still just a product to be consumed and when it doesn't feed you it doesn't feed you that's the end of it right um i'm a bit more tolerant quote-unquote lenient of people being wrong where i'm like well i hope that person comes around or maybe they'll be presented with uh something or whatever but i also benefit from the fact that um my optimism is kind of couched in this idea of wanting to believe in black people because i don't do that for everybody mm-hmm. you know like bill maher started talking about muslims and shit and i was like oh this dude's a piece of shit mm-hmm. and that was a few years ago i just turned it off and never turned it back on mm-hmm. you know um so it so it does vary but i i root for black people in some impossible ass situations you know i i understand that there's a lot of people that they get their woke fides by being like i don't fuck with this because he said this one time and i don't fuck with so-and-so and you have a list a mile long and you can collect receipts on everybody and everybody's fucked up and you're the most perfect person in the world because you can find out where everyone else is flawed um and and that's cool you know that that's how some people build platforms i mean yeah that is you know it's hard to build anything that will last off of that because you're human too and eventually you're gonna fuck, you're gonna up. fuck up it's just kind of what it is but gonna be waiting yeah and it's a trust game do people trust you enough that you can fuck up and come back or do people go fuck you write you off you know um it's a lot of elements moving on that so um all that to say with the trevor noah thing i've watched him fuck up a few times you know he's done some he did a segment closer to hillary's uh uh defeat uh where before the election when he was like um hillary is black and then he used a bunch of fucking just corny 90s like black people do this white people do that like um comic view level jokes and it was like who wrote this segment you know what i mean like it's like it's like who who, who wrote this segment? with 20 year old jokes it felt like a, a joke about black people from white people or something like isn't this one i mean she's rolling with her man cheats on her ain't that like black people it's like dude who why did you do this you know and but it's sad because that's the one i saw people sharing Mm -hmm. but these were individual people like sharing and being like god i hate this dude right now he did four other segments that week well see actually probably about eight segments that week that weren't bad Mm -hmm. but 
that's the one that gets shared because people are more inclined to dislike the dude and they want to in my circle anyway they want to point out how fucked up he is and i don't like him and shit i get it it's not my thing but i get it um there's also this other element too which is once this once i saw people talking about it that wednesday i was like or maybe it's thursday but the point what whichever day i saw people talking about it i went oh cool people finally sharing something good that he did without it having to be you know some terrible shit then i saw it was a tommy tommy lauren interview and i was like fuck because to me what this what this says is the only way to truly get people to share this show is to basically emulate what john stewart had to do to get the people to share the show at first which was this like i'm gonna talk to bill o'reilly and i'm gonna joke around his stupidity to my liberal audience and they're gonna laugh at him and they the difference being that bill o'reilly seemed to relish in it right like he would go on there and be like oh yeah boo you and all this shit back to the audience and play it up almost like wrestlers right and there's also an allowance that people give to white men where bill o'reilly and john stewart could kick it and many people didn't feel too offended by that they felt like it was hopeful you know the same way white liberals feel hopeful that people gonna be able to figure shit out with their trump supporting relatives and shit like that Mm. people get off on that Mm. um specifically white people because the level of privilege that you have when your life isn't the one that's on the line so i can kind of be like oh we just have a disagreement about our points of view um but what the difference was to me was during the actual interview noah just like handled himself so well it was just like she was saying ridiculous shit but it wasn't just her saying ridiculous shit him going okay that's true it was yeah that's not true okay so make this analogy work basically um you know the points that really stuck with me were when he was like you shit on colin kaepernick for exercising his freedom of speech she's like well i'm just exercising my freedom of speech you know about him and she's he's like okay cool so what should he do because it's i can't i you don't want me marching in the streets you then you're gonna call me a rider and say rider and say i want to kill police uh i can't um you know you don't want me making statements you don't want me silently sitting in the corner on a knee what do you want me to do nothing like how would you do it and she couldn't fucking answer it and that does matter to me that does matter to me i do want that on tv because it's points that we make all the fucking time that people won't listen to because and we're all listening to each other but we actually do or at least in my opinion i want to see that shit confronted you know when she can play her black lives matter to kkk i want to see that confronted that is oh to me that's fine you know but i also am a kind of a fighter like that like you know um and i also recognize that the end of the day it's a ratings game so i want to see those things it's still i I mean it still made me mad watching her it's still um like i don't like her i never will i don't think she's okay i don't think she's acceptable on any level Mm -mm. um but i do feel like her legitimization is already taking place and already has taken place i think a lot of people are in denial about it um but I, I i i don't know what to tell y'all maybe it's because i'm so cynical and this country has done so much fucked up shit to black people but i don't find i feel like she's already a star 
she is and because a lot of black people and minorities a lot of times get in our bubbles and we don't really see quote unquote what a lot of white people are doing over there in those circles she is a star she can go anywhere she is a draw i mean come to see her also the internet uh, i don't know like the internet's bigger than tv right you know i i know people don't want to come to that but key and pill was bigger for comedy central on youtube than they were on the fucking tv yes sir and they were able to get money and go do movies and shit because people were clicking on youtube videos they were able to do commercials that for like the super bowl and shit because of the youtube clicks it was never tv for them you know like that the, the tosh point oh shit it's it's essentially a man taking internet clips and making jokes about them internet clips you've already seen before probably mm-hmm. like this like the internet is bigger than tv for certain areas um the reason we have the quote-unquote rebranding of white supremacy as the alt-right is because it took place on the internet in fucking pickup artist forums and bodybuilding forums and um gamergate shit like it seems like people think well you get legitimized by going on fox but you don't you get legitimized now other places and you pick where you want to go right you know um so uh um well like rush limbaugh how he has his brand and it's on the radio and all this shit and it's like yeah yeah that dude didn't you know what what like he's not legitimate because he doesn't come on tv rush limbaugh was on espn's nfl fucking countdown come on dog they had him on there for a reason the he's they're already legitimate you know we don't want i think personally emotionally we don't want these people to feel like they won by getting to be recognized on television um and i do understand that but at the same time i feel like damage is done i I watch people share these clips already that tammy lauren goes more viral than the daily show now yes you're talking about who needs the clicks and whose platform is being legitimized fuck we might be looking at this backwards and nobody's thinking about that shit she's probably helping him more than he's helping her right that's fucking sad that's what made me sad earlier when i said i want to get back to how overall all of it just made me sad that's what makes me sad it's like this person is so fucked up but they're already winning the rest is us being like nah you're not winning nah 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 you shouldn't be able to do this the white races are winning already it's a wrap they winning they've never lost in this country anyway but they're winning like when van jones is sitting next to that lord dude they're winning they you know when people like oh this, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna norm we're normalizing it it's normalized it's been normal for years the rest is us being like but but we don't it's not really i mean we made people feel bad about being called racist they do that now by pretending that they're the victim when they get called racist they already did it like there's no there's no coming back from this shit without i don't think there's no coming back from it so i think the only way you can quote unquote win is to be like i will confront you to your face i'm gonna call you out to your face i'm gonna make you look stupid or illogical to your face i'm gonna mock you when i play your shit on my on my on my show and all that shit end of the day i don't think any of that will defeat white supremacy i don't think any of i don't the fact that people are looking to the daily show to defeat white supremacy already tells you how bad of a loss this shit has been Mm -hmm. uh from jump the fact that we're looking for a comedy show to fix something to 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 carry the discourse as as you will like 
uh, it's, uh, it's maddening. It, it, it'll drive, it makes, it'll make you, it makes me so angry to think that that's what, you know, it's like how people look to the NFL to suspend players because we know they won't go to jail for hitting their wives. Like, that to me says the shit, like, that means, to me, that means domestic violence is already normalized. Right. It's already done. Like, it's a wrap. When we go, well, we know he ain't going to jail. Maybe we can make him miss the playoffs. Nigga, it's a wrap. When are we going to say the, the, we're not ready to fight that actual battle? You know, so this is all from just seeing the interview. That's how I was feeling at the time. Um, and I, and like I said, mostly I felt sad because to me, this is the daily show going, and I'm as a brand, you know, Trevor Noah included. Yo, this is what we got to do. What was the lesson here? Nobody talks about our shit any other time. Mm-mm. You know, we just being hard ones and zeros, yes and no's. We, we need to do more of this. We need to get, it needs to be an event when she comes back. Yeah, back. She need to come back. Cause no one's going to talk about us any other time which maybe that means uh and like i said to me i never see the daily show as a black space but maybe that means that we don't need no more daily show maybe it's time it's run its course when we're actively looking at them bringing on uh fucking trolling ass white supremacists in order to make because don't think don't get confused this wasn't for us no it wasn't for us to make white liberals feel better that there can be a conversation had maybe that's what it is you know and i and that people were like i just don't find this conversation to be blah blah blah. i i gotta push back on that a little bit this is the conversation that people want people to have at thanksgiving this is the conversation that people want people to have in public the conversation i don't believe in the conversation Mm -mm. some people say they do mostly white people i don't believe in that shit but this is what it would look like yes sir because your thing your relatives at thanksgiving that you see two times a year they not coming off of that bullshit because y'all split turkey come on and you're not gonna yeah you're you're not gonna win the most you can do is like make them look silly to someone observing but that 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 ship sailed you know so if the rest of the daily show is just gonna be him doing interviews with people that already lean left then you're i mean look people that he can do that but we know what the result of that is from the year or so long that he's done this show it just doesn't work nobody want to see it particularly from a black man yeah yeah i mean that's just keep that real like like i said it's the saddest part because it's not just a black man it's this black man right because you know um he had to be affable like he had to be he had to be able to separate himself from the reality of the impact of her words because he's the only kind of person that can do that the kind of black person that can do that you know i can't imagine a roy wood jr or larry wilmore even wanting to do that interview right let alone being able to do it without just flat out calling her out her name it takes a person that really feels distant from that struggle separation to do it and and basically he becomes an avatar for white progressives to watch go through this and go oh this is how you would talk to someone like this this is how oh isn't she silly oh i feel like a good person because i'm not as bad as her even though i still have my shit 
even though you better vote for bernie nigger you know like like even like even like they feel a kinship to him that they wouldn't get from a from somebody else they're from a black person from america most likely um so i think all that shit was coming into play and to me it just felt sad because it felt like this is now the future for that show you know this is the to me this is what they've learned this is the path the show should go on i don't think there'll be um i think trevor noah will even when he's going to be challenged on it will be like no 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 we did the right thing you know y'all say y'all want this conversation y'all say we got too many bubbles and that was you know and who was saying that white folks after the election after the election how many white people went the bubbles straight share every fucking uh it was like a fucking seven-year-old girl's birthday party all the bubbles people was talking about being blown it was just if we didn't live in the bubbles if we didn't do it so then the the imperative point to make on the daily show to white people becomes oh you guys want to see people from the quote-unquote bubbles breaking the bubble down having these conversations black people don't want to see that shit i could give a fuck because at the end of the day, these goddamn conversations, a lot of times that people demand and people want white people to do, their white family members that feel like this, gonna go past the macaroni and cheese, fuck you and them niggas and everybody else that you supporting too, right. past the cornbread, all, and, and, and you can see it now, people don't deserve rights, and I voted for Trump, past the iced tea. That's what them goddamn conversations gonna be like over dinner. Now let me go and harass this black podcast online i'll be right back come on right after i saved this kitten so but yeah that seems to be like the path so to me it was it was disheartening because to it signals that no matter how much work they do that improves or gets better you already have the one crew that wrote off trevor knowing them a long time ago and they're not coming back so you know seeing those people make comments about the show was kind of frustrating because it's like well you don't watch the show when it's good so of course you pick when it's bad to be like this is why i don't watch the show because it was like this one time you know five percent of the time it's like this and it's like cool you but what it's an empty threat you weren't watching anyway um then there's the other part which is like the people that will be watching because they did this and fuck those people too you know real talk man you ain't shit it had to come to this for you to be like Trevor Noah's doing some good work because he got a pretty blonde woman on who was a fucking overt racist. Then you went, I need to check the show out more. Bullshit. Bullshit. So you got that part that's just fucking infuriating. And then after the interview, because like at this point, I'm kind of like, kind of like fuck everybody. At least the interview part was good in my opinion um it was a no-win situation of like because some people wanted him to like i want him to roast her i want him to just go in on her. i was like that wouldn't happen yeah a, a brown person on t a brown dude on tv bashing some blonde woman to her face yeah that'll go over well fuck out of here you knew that wouldn't go over well you just have these unrealistic expectations um so you, you know and i and, and and for the record i understood the people that was like don't even have our own i understood that too i'm not even belittling that like yeah that I don't have her own in i understand maybe john stewart did it one way and trevor noah does it a different way um all that being said um after the show he tweeted something about how or i think she tweeted at him like hey guys trevor noah all my listeners trevor noah's not a douche or a jerk he's just a guy that my opinion is different from and then 
trevor noah like replied back like yeah oh she was like and i'm not a and to trevor noah's fan i'm not a bitch or a cunt i know this is your word choice i'm not a bitch or a cunt i'm just uh da 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 i'm like okay now, of course she would say that and then he replied back to that and he was like yeah uh we need to break down these bubbles and i don't hate uh not each other down as people and we need to uh you're welcome back on my show anytime to which i went huh okay i mean it's twitter you're trying to be professional i don't expect you to be like man fuck you or whatever you could have not replied at all but okay i also recognize there's black people that have that belief system that i don't share Mm-mm. you know i'm very much a eh, you seem racist and not it's not gonna get better so bye you know but there are black people that are like we can't give up on these precious white snowflakes you know um <laughs> and just a completely different mentality than i have um so that was already kind of like maybe it's for work maybe it's not i don't get to dictate his fucking optimism towards race relations in a country he wasn't born in uh whatever i don't know if he felt that south africa came from overcame shit and and he's feeling like america can do it too but nigga you ain't been here that long so until you've watched the dirty draws of racism in america i can't really take your opinion too seriously you know mm-hmm. but at the, but but he's entitled to his opinion of optimism i mean black people have to cope whichever ways they can and there's a lot of people that do cope through optimism and religion and things of that nature well, correct and i wouldn't down them for that either but that's their belief system and not mine um and they probably find what i say to be extremely pessimistic anyway um so then there's this other thing they go out for drinks later and tmz like take pictures of them and that was when i was just like i think you undermine everything to do with that interview yes sir i think you did man because it's one thing to bring someone on and be like look at this ridiculous person i don't find it to be that much different than playing clips of her and being like she's ridiculous or showing because when you play those clips people see her name and where to find her and shit Mm -hmm. and your same audience is right there and if anything a lot of times people go well he's just roasting her and it's actually not fair she can't even make her points back and and especially the way republicans and and conservatives have shit set up now uh they used to be afraid of the daily show mm-hmm. see a lot of people pitch this as well eventually john stewart stopped doing it no 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 no. john stewart used to roast their ass so bad to their face people like john mccain stopped coming on right they stopped coming That's he would openly happened. mock them he used to be on tv like come on john mccain when you gonna come back you know like and you knew like that person was like Mm-mm. you know bill o'reilly went a long time where he was like i'm not coming on every time i go on there i get roasted the headlines basically call me a fool and then the next week i see him on tv playing my show and talking shit about me again i'm gonna stop fucking with him essentially um and i think that that shit does matter and that is what the daily show brand used to be maybe noah thinks he can make some type of resurgence of that i don't know what i do know is as reprehensible as bill o'reilly was um there's a lot that white men have in common with privilege whether they're liberal or republican so all academic to them seeing them kick it was more like that sucks but people don't get as mad i don't know why but people don't people go two white dudes kicking it well yeah of course they would go to the game together you know of course they caught a baseball game together shit al sharpton ate motherfucking soul food with bill o'reilly you know like there's a certain amount of camaraderie in that industry that i think people have grown accustomed to 
tommy loren does not respect your humanity as a black person no what's the what what is it to kick about that and i specifically believe you don't do this if tommy loren is tommy thomas loren i don't think it happened right i don't think it happens if it's thomas loren you know or if if it if it's just some alt right 20 if it's that whatever yannanopolis dude i don't think you go out to drinks with him i don't think you do now maybe i'll be proven wrong maybe after this he'll start going out to drinks with all kinds of motherfuckers that i hate i don't think you do it except for it's a uh classically attractive young blonde white woman and now it's time to go kick it get some drinks in act like we 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 homies now you know and i'm not even trying to imply they was trying to fuck or anything like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. although you cannot separate the fact that black men in general straight black men have always always had a history of being like well if i can fuck a white woman what does it matter if she's racist you know what i mean a lot of dudes do that yes sir. now i'm not saying that's what that was happening mm-hmm. but the fact that you even went out as professionals as peers to me that is more damning than the interview like that literally puts y'all on we are just two sides of the same of different coins the, uh, you know she has an argument that black lives matter is the kkk and i have an argument that it's not but guys we can just go have some car cocktails i mean what what why not have a martini and and discuss that and it's yeah it's bad optics it's, it's bad overall and um to me it's it's a personal low you know um and that is like it just proved everybody right who said well then don't even have her on i think it i think in hindsight it absolutely makes the point that no you see her as an equal or of some type of a person who has merit and that's wrong to me you know i can't speak for everybody else but to me that is absolutely wrong you know the codification and the infantilization of white women who uphold these racist beliefs i mean it's historic it's historic goes way back you know um there was a dude on my facebook page that called her a baby like well you know she's just a baby you know it's like what baby got a a a international multimedia platform and spews racism that that would literally if you died in the street would say you deserved it what who do we call baby that does that do we call like you know like we don't do this with um with white dudes that do this shit we don't you know like we don't say dog it's just a kid trying to figure his way out you know we mocked we laughed at when they said that shit about ryan lockie just a 39 year old kid or whatever you know because they we infantilize racism as if it's just a phase for people and Coulter been racist my whole life come on she's been rewarded for it too at mm-hmm. what point did you expect her to back off so how is tommy lauren not the same i have no what has she done to make you think well maybe she'll grow out of this say that she'll go to dinner with trevor noah well like you know what i mean like what's the thing what what do you think you can save here what is to salvage why is she of any value to you in the first place you know like what would be redeemed about your own humanity by getting her to recognize it you know i didn't mind the conversation because i thought this is an illustration of a point that black people have been making that there's the logic is not there the 
but the you can now it's for everyone to see because it's one thing to see her do it on her little soapbox on her own show unchallenged it's another to have people go to your face like i'm black now say that shit you know and she and she and it's like and when she says it you can hear the audience go oh like like it wasn't a it wasn't like o'reilly and 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 stewart where they mocked each other and there was some fun to it this was like oh this is a very serious fucking pathology conversation you know like they laughed and clapped for trevor noah in a way that i don't think they ever would during another interview if you think about it think about how fucking serious that is during any other interview or segment i haven't heard them clap for him like that before and i've been watching the show for goddamn a year you know so all that to be said man like i feel like you undo all the work by just fucking hanging out like y'all friends and if you know how you know it was wrong because Charlemagne took a picture with her too he wanted to kick it too you telling me that's the circle you run in dog that's your belief system me and Charlemagne, we shared a similar belief system you know but once again that's why i don't look at trevor noah as a stand-in for blackness when it comes to the american racism that we face you know to me he might as well be you know any like just any race like he's not from here he has he hasn't experienced our specific racism and he also hasn't experienced the cynicism that comes with experiencing our specific brand of racism in america so i can't really expect it of him um that being said a lot of people are like you know well i just you know i I respect him for doing the interview and i don't see why we got to be through with him one who's we you can do whatever you want to with your dvr um but then two um I, I'll, I'll probably still check out the show. I, like I said, as a brand, Roy Wood Jr., he's amazing, man. Some of the segments, I mean, it's not like Trevor Noah writes all the segments. Mm-hmm. Like, the jokes and some of the segments, you can hear the input put from different people on the staff and stuff. Um, so, and it's, and I, sadly, it's one of the few places that I feel like I can go and at least, cause they, it's funny. It's cause they have Roy Wood Jr. as a black correspondent that I can be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Roy Wood Jr. does, you know uh some of these jokes cool like i I trust him as a brand right i don't trust trevor noah like that Mm-mm. you know and i don't think he's earned that trust yet not from black people yep. and he probably never will mm-hmm. it's just not that's why he got the job it's sad but that's the that's the cynical facts right there they wouldn't have hired the kind of nigga i would like to see have that job and the kind of niggas that i fucked with were doing the the black show and they got canceled you know like they wasn't always right sometimes it was a fucking mess but nightly show is gone because people was like i definitely don't want to hear anything from a black perspective like from a black perspective from black people because we don't mind the black perspective as long as it comes out of a white male's mouth yeah yeah stacy dash or also stacy dash or yeah you're right as long as a white dude is saying if john stewart or stephen colbert is saying the same shit the black people say oh yeah we love it it's yeah, the greatest yeah, and i don't mean I'm he can come to the cookout yada right. yada yada get some right collard it, it has to be a specific mouth if it's not that particular mouth or platform fuck it yeah and his, you know like i said the way his optimism is set up is kind of like that obama shit where the only nigga that can get the job would have to be the dude that's so fucking optimistic about race and america and shit because anybody else wouldn't do the job you just wouldn't take the job you're like uh yeah uh fuck you i'm not doing this job like this is an impossible job to do you need somebody that's gonna sit down and be like you know what guys maybe we should listen that's the only kind of nigga that can do that job 
you know what i mean like like <laughs> i'm trying to think of people i would love to see get that job um oh man hold on what's my man he wrote for richard Pryor. i know i know uh what's oh god why am i drawing a blank at this moment I got mooney yes if mooney got the job that show will last three days ah! it'll be the greatest goddamn show in the history Ever. of blackness it, it, it will be a three episode classic right it'll be three episodes and black twitter with paul moody yes right and black twitter would just have a field day for them three days think, think pieces history. think pieces because you know he also is inappropriate as fuck think pieces would be written like oh, i feel like he would have tommy lauren on the show let her do her whole spiel and then call her a racist ass cracker to her face yes because his whole <laughs> thing is when people walk out the more the madder you get the more he go in like that's the only way i can see it happening I love that dude. but yeah I, I don't know man like i felt like a lot of people that don't even really watch the show felt some kind of way about it which is why they did the interview but i mostly only care about black people's opinions so it sucked to see that many people hurt by it and upset by it because you know i wouldn't want my work to do that to black people and i just don't think trevor noah has that connection to us that Not that us. that we have and mm-hmm. um you know so and i understand why black people are gonna probably tap out but now it looks like the show's probably set up to get more ratings in the future and to get more benefit from going this path than they were with the the path where they would operate with integrity you know there's a power to the space you share i would never have her on my show you know i one karen wouldn't let that happen but two um i don't want to give a person like that even the couple of extra listeners they would get from this or whatever or just even the the the, the act like i respect what she has to say i wouldn't want to do it here because i don't respect what she says right now our name is on the marquee you know it's our space if i work for comedy central and they said you got to interview blank i do the interview true and it'd be just as fucking um i would be mocking her to her face and all that shit as well you know like i get there's different perspectives about confronting this shit um ultimately i feel like almost all of them the respectives are pointless because racism gonna been winning for however long you know and that's just where i am with it like i don't think we're gonna fix it um hold on let me go to the next session uh go ahead i'm sorry because it'll be on the podcast oh no problem that and also you said you wanted to talk about john stewart and the sadness with john oh okay yeah let me let me call the audience back no problem and get the i want to you know kind of catch that before we move no 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 you're right you're right i mean this is our show we can talk about this as long as we want so i'm good let me invite you back on screen and go live yep we should be live now and i'm gonna invite you back on the screen all right hold on now so um but yeah okay so the sad so the sad part for me especially with the john stewart shit um trevor noah's still better than john stewart was with racism you know john stewart's the guy who told he did the um slave voice basically to mock herman cain and then when fox news roasted his ass like oh you a liberal white dude but here you go doing the slave voice to mock herman cain they decided to go full tilt with another segment basically saying like everything john does is racist we're gonna make everything in this next segment racism you know uh and it's gonna be the joke is john's such a a big racist you know 
and while and um uh fuck uh what is my man who was on that show with the afro um somebody chattel said why it's a knack yeah why it's a knack was on the road at the time when the first segment aired on assignment and he went yeah this doesn't feel right that the first segment was just the voice of herman cain so he was in the writer's room for the next one and was like yo i don't think we should do this like this joke is fucked up and and basically john stewart completely flipped the fuck out in a fragile white man moment of you trying to say i'm a racist type shit i'm done with you why Sinek didn't know if he got fired or not he went to the park and just sat like he didn't know if he was supposed to come into work because white people still maintain that privilege and still had that standing i mean it's he's the boss well they can just say i'm not racist because i say so right because i motherfucking say so yeah you know just a complete fucking shit show at why Sinek's expense so on so so basically what sucks is the as bad as this is on race this is better than fucking daily shows probably ever been it, that that's some sad shit you know john stewart's the same guy going around right now talking about all trump voters aren't racist and we need to stop living in our bubbles and stop talking like that so to me it's like you're picking up from the mantle from where john stewart left it anyway like it was never better than this this is just why people stop watching when it comes to just racial politics this isn't a situation where we're going oh yeah uh trevor stewart just got it uh, trevor noah just got it wrong no john stewart been getting it wrong and then you hand it off to another dude and you pick the black dude that would go the same path you're not gonna pick the black dude who goes yeah fuck john stewart he know what he was talking about nah you don't kick that guy you know uh i guarantee and and also that guy doesn't get the job trevor noah may legitimately believe that uh the people that vote for trump aren't racist as well and that tommy lawrence just misunderstood and and they can be friends despite everything you know there's a there's people like that you know there's white people that let they i mean there's black people that let their white friends call them nigga and shit like there's all kinds of black people that do shit that i'm like what but that is their way of life and they don't find anything to be wrong about that Mm -hmm. so i just think that's the kind of person that gets the job man um but yeah it's sad they had to go this route to get fucking views and listens and discussions we you know um that that that's the only way <laughs> you know and white folks are glad handing the fuck out of this they are spreading it around this is the conversation we need to have this is i love trevor noah now mm-hmm. you know he's actually been doing a good job they just not even six months ago raw story was saying the daily show's a failure already right out the gate just this sucks get rid of it now we they can't fucking put him at the top of the fucking page fast enough to he eviscerates tammy tammy lauren or whatever which he didn't eviscerate her but the point being we can spin it that way because he finally had one of these motherfuckers on the show just like john stewart would have done and and look at the daily show it's back you know it's fucking sad and that's what made me sad is this is what it's got to come to to get people to talk about it but if they do some good shit, it won't be talked about. So right, and then I remember when they was picking a host and deciding who they wanted. Everybody kept talking about Jessica. Like y'all don't know what shit she seen behind the scenes, but she was like, "I don't want that motherfucking job." Yeah, Jessica Williams might have not been the right kind of black to do it, quote unquote. You know, she might not have been the kind of person that's gonna be cool with Tommy Lauren coming on the show. You know, Trevor Noah can have that kind of. I don't know optimism of like yeah let's have this conversation uh, you know i think most of black america's done with that conversation quote unquote shit 
you know so because yeah, a conversation has equal zero results zero right. that's the thing about these goddamn conversation nothing comes out other than you're wasting your breath and i'm wasting mine bills don't get changed laws don't get changed your congressman don't change their motherfucking mind we got trump in the goddamn white house and we've been having these conversations for fucking years yeah i'm I'm trying to see what the benefits of the conversation are but yeah as long as white people believe it's a benefit then that's what the daily show is going to do because the daily show is for white people right i mean that's ultimately that's that's all it's really ever been for is for white folks you know just got a black dude hosting it uh they actually interviewed him about the interview and he says um the the conversation everyone seems to be having is do we live in bubbles do we live in a space where we are unable to understand or acknowledge the fact that there are people out there in the world who have views that are very different to us uh he told cbs is i mean cbc is the national uh it seems fruitless to some but other alternative is to say in those bubbles that you talk about uh to stay in those bubbles that you talk about so why not have a conversation so yeah he's one of the people that believe in that you know it's kind of how like president obama's an eternal optimist in the the fucking humanity of people and i'm 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 over here like waiting for him to break one day so i can be like come on baby just come on back to blackness baby it wasn't gonna work them white folks thought you was a a kenyan baby i'm sorry but (laughs) Ah, i still don't believe you from here baby right but at the same time he must be resolute in that stance because you don't get that job not being resolute in that stance you can't the kind of nigga i am can't get the job like that like the job where i talk to a majority white people country about black shit i don't get that job Mm-mm. i ain't doing a piss the country off more than he did <laughs> like it doesn't make sense to even expect it from him but yet somehow because of blackness i root for it and i do it's not fair but i do you know if he was a white dude i wouldn't that's it's that fucking simple you know the st- the bar gets lower for white dudes all the time if john stewart would have had tammy lauren in and they didn't even really talk about her racism the bar would have been lowered and people would have said it was a good interview anyway right like that's just what it is it's lower for white we're watching it with trump the bar is so much lower for him yes, hillary clinton is. had to do a bunch of she gave speeches to goldman sachs this nigga puts goldman sachs in charge of the economy like the bar just lower for white dudes man he's a motherfucking buffoon and they was like give him give him the job right um so he talked he has a book that he's promoting called born a crime and it's about how his family basically uh started because it was a crime for black people and white people to you know be a family and procreate and all that stuff um so there's um you know so he's talking about racism from south africa you know in south africa black people are the majority so it's a lot easier for a nation to reckon with its past we have the truth and reconciliation commission in south africa which is important because it was a place in time when south africans had to sit down watch their television screens every single night and hear about how government had oppressed and murdered and segregated an entire swath of a nation so yeah their relation their relationship with, with racism is different right and just like people from over here can't relate to apartheid because we didn't grow up in it all right he says i think a truth and reconciliation commission in america would be amazing there are still people in america who don't think slavery is as bad as people make it out to be he said making air quotes to have people question that to have people question the origins of a country um so you know like i said i think he gets a lot of this shit but just academically you know like that's an academic like like aren't these people ridiculous like that it doesn't have to be an anger to because it's not really affecting him here the way that it affects us like i would be angry thinking of that 
and for him it's more like isn't this silly which is why i got the job you know correct uh he also it's one of those things where you can have a connection but we don't want you to have a complete connection right and then some people said he finally filled john stewart's shoes and then the person asked well do you think that's a compliment and he says you know i understand the sentiment behind it but the truth is john stewart left an amazing legacy it's a legacy that we still feel today but a person who came in and created for all intents and purposes a genre that has been duplicated around the world but i've come to realize that my purpose is not to fill his shoes my purpose is to create my own shoes in the shoe factory that he has bequeathed to me so you know i guess that's how like i said that's the way he views it that's and that's about what i would expect man i just don't expect the larry wilmore type dude to have that job Mm -mm. you know uh which is essentially a job appeasing white millennials so um jill stein oh wait and then i did i mention oh yeah yeah i did mention john stewart did an interview Mm-hmm. that was even worse so where he just basically said i don't give a fuck what y'all say about me on twitter okay these people are not racist and i'm like yeah you're an old rich white dude you probably kick it with a bunch of people that voted for trump and you don't want to believe that your social circle is full of racism y'all just academically disagree you know right. there's no policy that they voted for that don't got something to do with racism but somehow they voted for him and they not racist okay you know it ain't the xenophobia the bigotry or any of that shit huh okay cool got it um jill stein speaking of politics um she continues to push for recount pennsylvania by asking a federal court to order after state judge demanded her pay another million dollars so basically she um dropped the case in state courts after the judge demanded a one million dollar bond she was like we don't got the money it's outrageous as a barrier to democracy right so uh i will not be paying an extra million dollars um but no refunds so just just you guys know no refunds uh on the money you donated um but they're gonna try to get a statewide recount but um guess they didn't anticipate that extra million coming up and out of the blue and i guess they don't want to raise it or something and, and you know what that is the you going against donald trump tax which everybody else would consider a quote-unquote black tax even though it's not about us you know but that's what it is like hey hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. you trying to have equality fuck it an extra billion right um all right let's uh oh wait and then um peter rosenberg also blasted uh charlemagne and trevor noah for being too friendly with tommy lauren called charlemagne the devil i think they already have like a beef going way back or something okay yeah i ain't know nothing about that yeah but rosenberg's a white dude but he's also the same white dude that tried to say Nicki minaj didn't have a place in hip-hop because of some beef they had over a summer jam concert or some stupid shit like that so it's it's like can three can y'all just have four people involved in the conversation while i feel like everybody's losing you know what i mean <laughs> like tammy lauren uh t- uh tommy lauren and and charlamagne that's a trash ass like let's take a picture together moment uh fucking trevor noah going out with her like they friends that's some bullshit and then peter rosenberg this dude that wants to feel like he has more of a say on hip-hop than many many black people that's also bullshit like you can't just come in and be like fuck black people's opinion i decide whenever i'm wrong like just uh just bad just bad all around man um so but i mean it ultimately i i 
you know ultimately i agree that the, the friendliness is whack you know I'm not trying to say he's wrong just just this is like three people four people involved where i'm just like uh roll my eyes roll my eyes roll my eyes roll my eyes um let's see uh let's go ahead and we'll save some of this news for tomorrow when we should have dj uh ben amin on so from the fan bro show so that should be cool um yeah let's talk about uh what time let's talk we do a little bit of white people news right guys Mm -hmm. you guys into that you guys into um shit that white people like i want to say you guys are um see if i can find a song that white people love how about um i don't think i've ever played this one well no, i won't because i didn't hit play see what these white folks is hitting with guys um his favorite role matt damon enjoys bonding time with his youngest son i mean youngest daughter stella as he takes her to a party that's right born identity indeed um as the week drew to a close a 46 year old lavished a bit of special attention on the youngest of his four children matt was spotted in los angeles on saturday with his six-year-old daughter stella whom he was bringing to a party in the afternoon mm-hmm. mm-hmm she was she was going to a party y'all big news you know y'all was wondering what matt damon was up to Mm-mm. he had a white sleeve t-shirt with that was a bit sheer over the chest uh that he may have expected uh strip of buttons i like it that they know how much he expected a strip of buttons ran down about a third of the shirt's length from his neckline oh that's the name of the buttons or is it really strip of buttons no it just no no it just said a strip of buttons oh Sorry. i thought you said strip of buttons i was like what, what? Ooh, where i been i ain't no strippers had a button named after my bad y'all <laughs> of course it's i'm white, here for it though white people news of course is brought to you by bevel bevel's the first and only shaving system design specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt get you a month free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash tbgwt and shout out to the people that's gonna get it uh for christmas you know get it wrap that joint up and and uh put a bow on it 
you can stick it right under the tree you don't like, even need a bow it literally comes up y'all like like i already look like it's in a pretty package right like people take pictures of the box all the time when they get it that's all you got to do just put you know slap one of them cheap bows on it that got tape on the back and yes and call it a day be like oh oh this is my present yep and they will re- they will never regret it for the rest of the year they'll think of every time they shave their face mm-hmm. uh which is often for a lot of men okay um but yeah get bevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash t-b-g-w-t all right um uh, but yeah matt had the dark blue jeans they were faded and bundled up a bit as they hit his gray trainers which featured white soles and laces mm-hmm. um and uh his daughter was carrying a teddy bear and she had her face painted mm-hmm but don't worry it wasn't blackface it was just painted with a like a crown looking thing on it oh i'm glad but you know he wouldn't have a black face anyway because you know he don't believe in putting black people in shit you know mm-hmm so there you guys go uh let's see what else is going on with white folks um um oh starbucks ceo howard schultz has stepped down oh shit now i know i wonder yeah, to resign off of them cups was it the cups what did the, did the trump did the, did the trump supporters boycott work the i don't tr- know the cup debate was too much it was it was it it, it brewed too much Mm-mm. they were so mad it made the it made the the the, the soy spoil up inside starbucks they were they were they were boiling mad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah. mad. frothy mad as they as they say uh <laughs> uh howard schultz uh who stepped down who helped turn starbucks into an iconic global brand as well uh known for his activism as his coffee blends will step down from the role of ceo in april wonder if that means uh the uh let's talk about race type stuff is done too oh that is through they was like the we don't give a fuck we just sell coffee and pastries that's all we do this political shit is costing us sales when truth be told, you're oversaturated. You got a Starbucks across you from a Starbucks. That's too much. I wonder if the next phase is gonna be um, with, with you know, with him stepping down. If that's gonna end a lot of this kind of corporate activism that was happening, because Trump kind of won, and some people are feeling like it's a mandate on racial progress. Like people are tired of this shit. Let's just stop talking about it. This is gonna be interesting to see where they take it because he was whether you found it to be satisfactory or not he was the guy leading the charge on starbucks trying to dismantle the racism and some of the shit that was going on within their company and uh even without you know with the trying to reach to their people that bought their stuff their consumers um i'm guessing that's a wrap oh yeah yeah no no nobody um nobody cares they just want to come and spend 25 dollars for their frappy cappuccino mocha and call it a day they don't want your opinions about the shit that they buy still can continue can still continue to call you the wrong name yeah so i don't know he's on a conference call he did say in all my years of starbucks i've never been more energized exhilarated about the opportunities that lie ahead i'm not leaving the company i'm here every single day i'm going to contribute to what i consider a significant growth opportunity but kevin and the team are in charge um so we'll see but good luck white folks i know this is y'all spot and uh this has to be a big blow to the starbucks family i understand uh let's see what else happened um uh how about 
this one okay guys uh white folks you've heard us talk about trevor noah and stuff and i know that that's you know probably been boring but this is a very important psa uh pull over your car if you're driving um what happened it's a tragedy um probably for a lot of people um um it looks like the usda is dumping millions of pounds of fatty cheese on poor people guys i'm sorry what what what's happening here i know guys fatty know. cheese what's what's happening that they, they just separating the fat part of the che- i'm confused it turns out what that is it the for all what's happening here turns out that there's a such thing as too much cheese never yeah the united states is in the midst of an epic 1.25 billion pound cheese glut low world market prices increased milk supplies and inventories and slower demand have pushed the country's cheese surplus to its highest level in 30 years holy shit y'all not buying cheese blocks crumbles and curds are sitting in cold storage stockpiles around the nation a mountain of cheese so large that every american man woman and child can eat an extra three pounds of cheese this year wow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a lot of goddamn cheese that's a ton of cheese three pounds for every man woman and child y'all gonna make the cheese prices go down when i buy my shredded cheese my mac and cheese then uh you may have also noticed that the cost of dairy products has fallen across the board i ain't complaining about that i like my milk uh while that's good news for cheese lovers dairy farmers and producers have seen their revenue drop 35 percent over the past two years with more cheese than it knows what to do with the usda decided to make two 20 million dollar purchases of surplus cheese in august and october and donated them to a food bank critics say that the government is simply waving money ahead of taxpayer funds at the problem where the fuck is it gonna go they're just sitting there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you ought to you have people that don't have they'll be more than happy to take some real cheese versus that government block cheese is is uh, uh making shit bricks hey um why did i get an email from the renfro family just now that says can you please call me with the phone number Mm-mm. now now you want to talk dog Mm-mm. now you want to have a conversation right no nah, there's no conversation to be had Mm-mm. somebody got a hold of him mm-hmm now you want to have a conversation right some somebody somewhere got that email at home because what is sunday it ain't even monday yet yeah somebody somebody checked they logged in and checked their work email was like what yeah you didn't mind publicly admonishing me but now just let's have a private conversation right nope what is that to talk no talk about i gotta talk about you just leave me alone listen to this show right here leave us alone leave us alone that's all we ask right oh my god it didn't have to be a problem in the first place the truth be told yep Mm-mm-mm. what we need to talk about right now nothing. now it's time to talk you call my wife an annoying bitch now you now you want to talk no nah, nothing to talk about no reason to call him nothing to talk about Mm-mm. there's nothing to talk about anyway so um yeah we got cheese crisis guys in america and uh it's some important news okay guys so you mean to tell me the government didn't take all this cheese and make fondue right oh you know what well, well i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen they're gonna come up with a new invention for cheese all these creative white people around here y'all get y'all minds together and come up with a new creation of cheese i got one for you cheese art i got you i got you white folks cheese art take this cheese and carve animals carve your puppies 
car families cheese houses i'm here for it and sell them right i'm here for it you got extra all this surplus of cheese come on you mean to tell me somebody ain't got the time to make a a a cute little cheese village come on dog come on come on right this is why you the best because i can't even focus on the story no more i'm just that mad yeah but, but, but no, no 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 because when you when, when you said the cheese i mean you already got the cheese doula doodling everything you you can take this cheese and get you some crackers or or, or hors d'oeuvres or whatever and, and 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 make it so that when people um come to your house you have like a you know what even better you can take the take take all this cheese and do it like puzzle pieces. Take all this cheese and cut them into puzzle pieces. Make them real hard. You can color them, decorate them, and and, and have people come in and put it together like a puzzle. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it, folks. I'm here for it. Get creative. With get put your finger caps on with this cheese. Make it make make it a trivia thing. Come in and have you know what? Even better. Do, do and, and for Easter instead of Easter egg, do cheese balls. That's what you do. Have people run around and find cheese balls. Let's get the cracking white folks. We got to do something with this surplus for cheese. I will not stand for it, and I know you won't either. <laughs> yeah, you. uh Someone said cheesy Wonka in the cheesy factory. Yeah, yes. Have have people come in and and let me tell you, you put them with the graph of Elvita cheese. You get a cheese ticket. That's how you win. And the cheese ticket, the cheese ticket is sprinkled in gold. That's the, you know that's how your your ticket is separated from everybody else. And then you come down to the, the Velveeta Cheese Factory, and then they give you a tour. And then you know you have the what what the, what cheese wonkers? How have the Florin River cheese? Oh, I, I am here for it. Oompa loompa shoopa dee doo. We got cheese waiting for you. I am here for it. Yes, let's get creative, white folks. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's uh let's play some guest race, guys. Let's play some uh, get into our final uh we'll start wrapping this bad boy up um with some of our the games that you guys know and love. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room and Karen, to guess the race. And of course, they all are pretty much racist. All right, guys. Um, and of course, Guess the Race is brought to you not by springthomas.net, which is where you can find all the Trevor Noah and, uh, Tommy Lauren, uh, Theme, theme pornography that you're probably looking for <laughs> if that's what you're into <laughs> someone told me yeah man i would hate fuck tommy lauren i was like no you wouldn't nigga you a regular fuck tommy lauren and then you would lie to all your friends and say you hated it you hate her so that you could still be cool with everybody you're not <laughs> fooling nobody you think it with your dick you disgust me anyway <laughs> penises are not racist you didn't know that right it's actually brought to you by loot crate guys that's right this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled to the brim with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises uh go to loot crate.com slash tbgwt and put in code tbgwt 
and you can do what i'm about to do which is open up a crate last month's crate uh theme was magical i believe yes it was all right because of dr strange let's see what we got all right yeah this is an open it open open in the box we got oh a dr strange fig uh collectible figure oh yeah layla ain't having that one that that one's gonna be a pretty display (laughs) yeah i don't know if layla can even see this i think it's pg-13 so she probably didn't see it but uh yeah it's got him making one of the mystical circles uh for the magic from like just like the movie no no i mean when she see it you know when she come by she be wanting to take all our figurines she ain't having that one yeah that's right that's the other thing you get to be the cool uncle aunt or parent because anything you don't want you just give to the kids and they be like oh a toy you know we got a display we got a t-shirt that says become an obliviate obliviator recruiting now every half moon of the month mac a mac you it's from fantastic beast exactly uh the makusa was in fantastic beast and it was the united states like magicians and shit mm-hmm. um so yeah man it's okay pretty cool harry potter thing um the night is dark and full of terrors a game of thrones it's like a journal Ooh. oh the night is dark and full of terrors and you can like write in this joint the pages are blood red um and finally it looks like oh you get a big trouble in little china slash escape from new york comic book collectible sometimes they put comic books in there if you read cool. those i know a lot of people love that that love that movie and then of course every month they send you a pen and mm-hmm. this one looks like a dragon eating its own tail or something cool um so anyway all that to say um Go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter alpha code tbgwt and you get $3 off of any new subscription. And this month is revolution. Okay. That's the theme for the month. Uh, it's a, on the, uh, um, uh, it's a treat that you can do for yourself, uh, every month. Um, it's time for a revolution. Fight the power. Pave the way for a brighter tomorrow with De- December's rebellious crate featuring exclusive items from Assassin's Creed mr robot firefly and more and an exclusive funko pop figure and a monthly t-shirt and pen now i'm not trying to say what's gonna be in it because i don't know but you have until the 19th by 9 p.m pacific time and this is the month that rogue one comes out for star wars okay i'm just saying i am so ready i'm just saying this might be the month you want to hop in if you haven't hopped in before uh lootcrate.com slash tbg wt uh get it popping okay guys mm-hmm. all right let's go ahead and talk um about some guessing of the races okay guys um a tennessee man went home for the holidays to visit his parents okay see isn't this a sweet story already i don't know if it's gonna end like this but yeah i like it so far well he's been taken into custody by the police in louisiana after he killed and dismembered his parents while visiting them for thanksgiving oh shit he gonna carve that turkey and carve your ass he carved them jive turkeys up all right <laughs> the 28 year old joel michael oh, god he was, Jr. Like, he was like i want some of the white meat and some of your white meat <laughs> some of the dark meat too uh 28-year-old Joe Michael Guy was arrested Tuesday on a fugitive warrant in Baton Rouge and is expected to be returned to Knox County on charges of killing Joe Michael Guy Sr., 61, and Lisa Guy, 
55 uh, according to the police who called the crime scene horrific both victims were stabbed and dismembered with body parts spread throughout different rooms in their house police state that some of the remains were found in an acid-based solution and what they believe to be an attempt to cover up the crime it was like this is not working like the tv <laughs> dexter made this look too simple right. you cannot do this dexter uh you see all that preparation dexter had man all that plastic and shit this Come movie on. yeah you can't be freestyling that yeah he had that place covered like your grandma's white couch he was like i can't get shit on nothing right police were sent to the parents home on monday following the holiday after the mother failed to show up for work sheriff's mods <laughs> michael sheriff a major i guess michael mcclean said both suffered multiple vicious stab wounds as well as dismemberment it would be described as horrific a very gruesome crime scene mclean stated the fbi the knox county sheriff's office and the east baton rouge sheriff's office put a guy put guy into surveillance at his apartment and he was taken into custody on tuesday according to police guy indicated that he went to visit his parents because he needed money they must have said no i'm a i'm assuming that was the answer i guess he was like y'all are taking the giving out of thanksgiving this week uh-huh. this month yes they are and i'm not thankful Mm-mm. but i am thankful for these knives uh karen uh guess the race of mr joe michael guy he is white all right karen's going with white let's see what the chat room believes his race to be um let me roll down to the where the racism starts I think one person guessed before i put it in there white mm-hmm. eats mayonnaise sandwiches white white shit he's a junior and being being uh and being for money he's white as a christmas snow three names serial killer white white son costing mama daddy an arm and a leg chopping up body parts <laughs> white we'll come up we'll we'll come up with many great cheese solutions in prison white uh <laughs> begging uh oh okay he was begging so he must be white okay well the correct answer is he was he was white guys you guys got it mm-hmm. okay. yeah. go ahead Ken. i thought he was white from the beginning because i was like there's nowhere in the world you're going to have uh, somebody carving up some black families for Thanksgiving. They're going to carve your little ass up. <laughs> Think you're going to come in there and call somebody. Them niggas going to fuck you up and still eat a sweet potato pie and call the police. <laughs> Karen. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's his picture in the chat, guys. You can see he uh, had it a time. looks crazy. He had a rough go of it. It appears. Um all right uh we can do one more um because i need to get my fancy football lineup straight because i have no idea what what's happening because folks out folks hurt who knows what's happening right um uh let's see how about this one and this is the bonus round double points double racism okay a school tutor has been charged after a student was assaulted uh a baltimore city second grader was hospitalized after his parents uh say he was assaulted by a school tutor monday at his southeast baltimore school timothy randall core 25 um is charged with a felony first and second degree child abuse fel uh yeah misdemeanor reckless endangerment and misdemeanor neglect of a minor baltimore police said hmm Seven-year-old Trayvon Grayson is bruised, swollen, cut, and missing several teeth. 
Injuries that his say happened when an assistant teacher at the second grader school assaulted him. My son told me maybe he threw my son into the wall. My son had dreams about it all tonight, this morning, still shaking in his sleep, jumping in his sleep and everything, like saying that he keep having visions of the, the teacher throwing him into the wall. Trayvon goes to City Springs Elementary in East Baltimore. According to his mom and dad, the assistant teacher was escorting the second grader to the main office for an alleged disciplinary reason at the end of the school day Monday. But he never made it to the office. His mom says that when she got to the school, Trayvon was in an ambulance crying and the teacher was there as well, she says, with Trayvon's blood on his clothes. The teacher told me put him over his shoulder and, and he don't, when he put him down, he was bleeding. That's it. Like, how can you tell somebody that? He said he made a mistake. He said I made a mistake. It was a mistake. That's what he said. Trayvon's parents have filed a police report. A spokesperson for Baltimore City Schools issued a statement saying that the school system is cooperating with a police investigation and that the staff member involved is an employee of a charter operator for the school called Baltimore Curriculum Project. The statement reads, yesterday at City Springs Elementary Middle School, a student was injured while being taken to the school office. Our thoughts are with the child and his family as he recovers. Trayvon's parents say he needs surgery for injuries to his mouth. Should he go to school and you'll think he's safe and you go and find out that your son is all hurt and things like that. And he, it's just really pretty bad. To fracture his face, push his teeth back, make his teeth fall out. Only a seven-year-old cannot do all of that to himself. And so Baltimore City Police child abuse detectives are handling the investigation. City school officials did not give an official status for the staff member. Trayvon's parents believe that there is video from inside the school. Reporting live downtown tonight, Kyrie, WBAL. All right. So, Karen, guess the race of Timothy Randall Core. Is it Junior or just Randall? Yeah, Timothy Randall Core, 25 years old. I'm going to go white. Karen's going white. Let's see what the chat room believes. Uh, the race of this abusive uh, tutor is. He was tutoring the kids and breaking jaws. Uh, let's see. He's a you talk like you talk like you grown. You get hit like you grown black. This is Trump's America white. Don't lean too much on me or I'll hurt you black. Aww. Head nigga in charge black. <laughs> what? Uh, I didn't know I couldn't do that white. Current elementary is UFC featherweight champ white. Ha <laughs> ha! trump charter teacher white i don't know that we can guess the race but it, oh well I, well we're definitely got to be guessing the race uh joe clark says michelle uh brutalizing a second grader to a point that you have the child's blood on you nevertheless the school statement says the child was injured while being escorted the, uh the officials are minimizing the crime so the criminal must be white mm, you guys are kind of split on this one karen went white a lot of you guys went white you guys think that uh this guy is white he is black boo y'all's racism okay <laughs> y'all y'all racist against white folks just now y'all I'll, paid the price i will take that that boo i'm sorry right folks i'll get you a cheese doodle what about black on black crimes what i say some of you guys got it right And you got it right because you're open-minded and you don't succumb to simple bigotry like karen did just now okay and i appreciate that and respect that about you guys <laughs> all right, it looks like everybody on my team playing oh he black yes he's very black right it's also i'm also being racist against myself because i was like 
he black and i'm like damn did they let this dude around kids like because no, of the way he looked no, and that he which was is racist just his response was made me think a white person had to say that mm-hmm. i didn't know what i was doing Mm-mm. you were wrong karen I, i'll take that l wrong as hell uh, <laughs> uh all right but uh yeah so let's get into some sword ratchetness uh before we wrap this up uh by the way i did email that dude back and said um i'm not calling you you call my wife a bitch so we will not be kicking it Mm-mm. there's nothing to talk about just leave us alone mm-hmm. long as we're at, we're good yep i'll tell you what he said back in a second mm-hmm. mm. and that's why you don't call people's wives out their name that's what i say um <laughs> but uh yeah uh so he emailed me back as well um to i guess i don't know if he thought he was i don't know mitigating the damage or whatever but um he was talking about how he got a family to feed and can i delete the tweets about his job mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um not contact his place of business and shit like that mm-hmm um and uh yeah it's it's too late for that anyway mm-hmm. so i don't it was, know it was it was funny games so they got real dog right you said you listen, got a family too right don't you got a family yeah listen to this okay i apologize for my words and i apologize to your wife i've been dealing with compassion fatigue and this has been a release for me and i took it too far again i am sorry and i hope i can find your forgiveness can you please delete the tweets about my job please and leave my place of business alone as well thank you sir i have a family to feed and a house note to pay and i'm truly sorry for the things i said about to your wife and i promise i will never again it will never happen again thank you sir Mm. nope nope you show your ass in public stuff stays in public and i and when i say that and i really do mean that and, and my thing is like i said as far as i'm concerned just leave us alone like for me i'm I, I the end result was for you to leave us alone yep like like i hate i have to show out to get it done like 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 that's my pet peeve I'm, and i know we got to go but that's my pet peeve it's cool my lineup is straight so okay my yeah mine is too yeah um, hey i ain't no trevor noah dog ain't no i don't believe in all that optimism leave me alone you know what i mean like there's nothing about me that says come fuck with me it's nothing about you that says come fuck with me we're not playing games you know i hey man you did that to yourself whatever happens to your job shit that's you it's too late i can't take the email back if i wanted to anyway yeah and, and my thing is dog you came at us we didn't come at you we didn't know who you were we knew nothing about you so i understand that you have a family you got bills and things like that i don't have a problem with that at all but what makes you think that he doesn't have a family and people to take care of you are my family he called you annoying bitch if i called his if i called his wife out his name that man would be so he would not be cool with that shit nobody plays games like that it's because you don't see us as human beings and you see us as less than and you think we can fuck with our lives because it don't matter but it matters to me it matters to karen so no i'm not deleting shit i'm not forgiving shit fuck that people people need to learn to see other people as human before we get to this point 
right because right. that's people i know people get frustrated with me sometimes they're like you too empathetic how how can you take that person's side how can you see this from that angle why don't we just write this motherfucker off and i'm always kind of like i don't feel comfortable just doing that because i try to think of people as as fully fledged human beings and what would get them to certain points not saying everybody's okay obviously there's some people that just don't they give fuck off but at some point at some point you have to write people off so you got written off man you know nobody wanted to engage you you just kept going taking liberties that no we weren't participating in you know even with all this shit i ain't call you out your now i don't talk about your race i like i'm i'm even with all this shit i'm still like that's cool right because at the end of the day dog we got the results that we wanted which is for you to leave us alone we right. actually would have preferred for you to leave us alone a long time ago because this is my thing because the, the thing about it is that roderick is more reasonable for certain things and i am too but when it comes to certain things i should not have to show my ass for you to respect me i should not have to show my ass to get certain results when i get to the point that i start showing my ass we gonna have problems right i'm not even responding to his next email fuck it just it's just ridiculous man it's ridiculous the same remember that dude from earlier this year uh will you join my network well we already kind of have our thing going on well it sucks and your shit sucks and you terrible as soon as i found out okay so you work you do this these shows so so then basically you don't want these shows to be out oh okay cool um should i email the people where you do your magic shows oh sir first of all i just been going through some things in my life and i just really should not have said those things i pop i'm just in a bad place why is you being in a bad place my fucking problem right because i don't make me being in a bad place for somebody else's problem you know what i mean i i have a i had a hard day friday i didn't i didn't start extending that shit to other let me find some people to pick on and they don't got nothing to do with me let me go talk shit to these people you know people constantly needle uh me via social media and shit and you still don't catch me being like let me go put this person out there because people they don't see themselves as adding to this big ass pile of annoyance you know when you basically calling me a coon for not being vegan you don't see that as the aggregate result of a bunch of microaggressions you don't see it that way so you so to you you think i'm having a funny interaction trolling rod when really you're just another motherfucking fly on the shit pal that's just piling up over and over and people do shit like that you know the i'm a troll rod's facebook page and act like tommy lauren's a victim of some type of weird shit like you're at you're just adding to the bullshit with your contrarian bullshit you don't see it that way because you can't you're not me and you don't see the big picture you see it as i had some fun i'm gonna go post that this is funny on my facebook page that i'm making people mad on his facebook page isn't that a cool thing to do you know it's that kind of shit that people think they're not being an asshole that much but when everybody's not being an asshole that much and when you confront them they always turn to the victim if i was to be like hey motherfucker get the fuck away then all of a sudden it's man why you can escalate it quick why'd you get so mad it's because motherfuckers are always fucking with us so no man i ain't forgiving shit man just leave us alone it ain't that it, it ain't that simple it would not hurt to just leave us alone whatever happens you made that bed you gotta lie in it right because the, because the thing is the same empathy and sympathy that you want us to extend to you why didn't you extend that to us from the beginning and just leave us alone when we did not respond to you that's the thing all of a sudden empathy and sympathy and excuses now not you every that extended to you but you didn't extend that to us right not every infraction is just some forgivable shit because it don't matter to me 
sometimes you do shit and it's like nah no we not cool you know i don't know what's gonna happen to your job dog i also don't work for the city so i ain't gotta worry about them problems but yeah you should probably think about that before you do shit and i already sent the email so we'll see what jody says on monday you probably gonna have to talk in the office here's the good news you're a white dude probably won't be as bad as you think you have another job in no time dog yeah i mean you probably land on your feet shit you might not even get fired the last dude that did just didn't get fired Mm-mm. you know like uh the last dude that did it i think they just told him no and then he wrote me a nice apology and i told him basically yeah uh it's still fuck you but good luck with your life and he was cool yeah we've been cool ever since he went his way we went on that's yeah. all we asked just go your way and leave us alone man that's all we asked we're not gonna be able to resolve this you're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to resolve this there's no mm-hmm. restitution that you're really making and i'm sorry about your compassion deficit or whatever the fuck you said you had but um that ain't a real thing to me nope you know y'all <laughs> and it's not it's, it's, it's you were proud of being deplorable on your fucking twitter account and now you and now and now deplorable chickens coming home to roost and you mad and you scared Mm-mm. don't be scared man you still a white police officer man they're gonna take care of you man you you don't have nothing to worry about um you can't even get fired for killing a nigga you're gonna be fine what are you worried about you you could literally shoot a black man tomorrow and you would still have a job more than likely like you might take a month off of paid leave or something um if it's too bad so you, you'll be fine buddy anyway mm-hmm. um a kalispell man is being held in flathead county detention center after he allegedly held a sword to a neighbor's throat last week oh mm-hmm. uh james luther smith 57 has been charged with felony assault with a weapon according to court documents flathead county sheriff's office responded to an apartment complex off montana um where a woman said that a neighbor had become upset with her husband and her husband about them borrowing with her husband and her husband okay about them <laughs> i'm thinking what, she got two husbands i think she meant a woman and her husband about them borrowing a vehicle oh man you you loan out that that car and the swordsman coming to collect <laughs> the, <laughs> the husband allegedly went to smith's door and smith answered with a sword in his hand before he pressed the sword against the th- husband's neck uh wow the husband allegedly pushed the sword away and struck um smith causing the weapon to drop to the ground the wife poorly picked the sword up and smith allegedly attacked her by showing her shoving her and scratching her neck the pair retreated to their apartment where they said they snapped the photo of smith who had apparently emerged from the complex parking lot with another sword damn what is this leonardo how many swords you got brother police observed injuries on the woman and corroborated the married couple's story through a third-party witness deputies made contact with smith who was allegedly highly intoxicated and admitted to getting into an argument about the borrowed vehicle but denied having a sword deputies noted that they allegedly found the sword behind smith's door the husband told deputies he was afraid for his life during the incident smith is set to be arraigned december 15th his bail is set at twenty five thousand dollars. there you guys go so uh yeah sore ratchet this guys be careful out here getting these arguments you borrowing a car next thing you know swords you answer the door to swords things get crazy crash is what i'm saying Real guys fast, y'all. so um let's uh 
wrap this up we'll be back tomorrow dj ben i mean of the fan bro show mm-hmm. um should be a fun episode we love when he comes on we do we'll leave his book is uh either out or it's coming out or something it's, it's coming out yeah yeah because yeah, i haven't um got it yet i ordered well, i ordered it for layla right so we should be getting that soon um and uh thank you so much to people in the chat and stuff uh we appreciate y'all listening to the show mm-hmm. um and uh to the people that uh you know respect what we do and don't find this shit is just a, a a place where you control a couple people um via our social media presence and shit like that thank y'all um we'll be back uh tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.